Test the mic. Sound check. Sound check. Hi, welcome to episode 69 of the Hey OK Ha Happy Hour. How are you guys doing? Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope you're having safe travels, safe drinking, safe, what do you do, grill? You grill on Memorial Day, you visit cemeteries, and you say, thank you. Thank you for taking one for the team, soldier, or whatever you do. I don't know what you do, but it's the start of summer. That's pretty good. You excited? You excited for this summer? I think the summer is going to be madness, right? People pent up, got the cabin fever. They got their shots now. They feel safe to go outside. Uh, Hopefully I'll see you there. Uh, But what else? What the fuck is going on? What am I doing? Huh? What am I drinking? That's all we do, by the way, on the happy hour. We drink. I am drinking a... I'm double fisting. I got a Manhattan. Ah, chef kiss. And a glass, a tall glass of kombucha. Which is basically what? Rotten liquid? Liquefied garbage? Is that what kombucha is? They call it fermented. Because fermented sounds better than uh, rotten. Um, But it's got the bacteria in it. Well, they call it probiotic. They call it probiotic. Why not just call it bacterial? You know, it's bacterial. You know, there's antibacterial soap. And there's bacterial uh, stuff you drink. I don't know. I don't get it. I guess the the, 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 the cultures go into your gut biome there. And the, the, uh, the good bacteria, I don't know how we know they're good. They got... They were raised right. They got good morals. They're upstanding uh, bacteria. You know, and the kombucha has the good ones. And then they wage war against the bad bacteria. Right? They didn't have a positive role model growing up. Got into juvenile crime. Started, they were torturing animals. Next thing you know, they're wanted uh, for murder. Bad bacteria, bad, get the good ones in here. So that's uh, that's what kombucha does. At least that's the story, right? That's what that's what we're told. I, and it seems feasible. I believe it. I was, um, when I was in New York, I saw the uh, the bottle of GTs. I went to a bodega, you know, a bodega. Little, uh, little tiny closet shops full of knickknacks, paddy wax, dog bones, you know. The works, and they had uh, you know the GTS kombucha, the real shit, the formula that says must be twenty one or older to purchase because it it has um, above the threshold of a certain amount of alcohol. You you gotta you gotta uh, you know not let twenty year olds buy it because <clears throat> most of the time you get the kombucha on the uh on the shelf there it's going to be the watered down stuff they get the alcohol below 0.05 is that what it is let's pretend that's what it is they get below 0.05 and it's like hey you can buy it i don't care if you're 12 if i were a young lad today with the availability of kombucha i think that's how i would ease into drinking 
right? Because what do most kids do? They sneak their dad's beer when they're, I don't know, junior high, high school, somewhere around there, before it's legal. And you get your little beer buzz. You go to your keggers. But that's jumping in too, that's getting too quick into it, right? You got to start off gradual. I would just pound like seven kombuchas. That's enough to get you buzzed. If you're a 110-pound eighth grader and you pound seven legal watered-down kombuchas, you're going to catch a buzz, aren't you? And there's no way you can hurt yourself, right? You'll be pissing uh, out everything before your body has a chance to absorb the alcohol for the poisoning there. So um, what I'm trying to say is if you're going to drink... Uh, illegally as a youngster when you're still developing your brain's still growing your liver's like I don't know what alcohol is start off with the kombucha there hmm? and then work your way up to the Bud Light or the White Claw uh, or don't drink you know you can, you can always do that there's an option he says as he drinks the last of a Manhattan cocktail uh, what was the point? Well, that's kombucha for you. That's what that's what I'm drinking. In addition to the cocktail aforesaid. Uh, what's going on? Other than Memorial Day, hey, here's another thing I'm I'm consuming uh, besides the drinks. I'm consuming some crow. I'm eating crow. Mmm, this crow tastes good. Remember last week, I had the audacity to say. To claim the bizarre accusation that a one Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks uh, might not belong in the NBA on account of his poor defense and questionable shooting percentage. And what happens? Huh? What happens? Trey Young, first career playoff game against my New York Knicks, goes ahead and puts up 32 points and 10 assists in a victory uh, over in Madison Square Garden. Um, that was cool to see, though. You know, if I'm going to eat crow, if I'm going to be wrong, I'll be wrong with that. Some guy, uh, come on, who am I? I even said at one point, I don't think Trey Young could guard me. How ridiculous is that? Um... You know, he probably can't guard you either. It's not like I'm bragging about me. You know, it's not a commentary on me so much as it's, it's, he, he doesn't play defense. It's, I mean, he tries, but, you know, but what a dumbass I am, huh? Some jackass saying a guy can't play in the NBA. He goes, scores 32 in his first playoff game. Boy, is my face red. So good job, Trey Young. Bad me, bad on me. Um, but it's, it was awesome to see that. It was awesome to see Madison Square Garden jumping again. Spike Lee talking nonsense in the front row. <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't need, you know, the Madison Square Garden doesn't need another, um, somebody to, to wax poetic on, on the Mecca, you know. It doesn't need that, but, you know, when I was in New York, I was teaching English. As a second language, which I never understood the English as a second language, right? 
most of my students were learning English as like a fifth language. They, they knew, they knew more than one language, you know what I mean? So the school was in the garment district, what they call the garment district in Manhattan, which is to say it was on 36th street between 7th and 8th avenues. So it was two blocks, two short little blocks north of Madison Square Garden, MSG, the Mecca, where the Knicks play, right? And so I would walk by Madison Square Garden often on my break, on the way to work. On occasion, at least one time uh, after work, I walked by, scalped myself a ticket, went to a Knicks game. I sat up on the top row there. Uh, but it's... um. It's wonderful to see the people. One sec. What the fuck is this? I didn't get that. Could you try again? The fuck is Siri doing listening to me? This is supposed to be turned off. <clears throat> when did Siri become a man? Did Siri transition? I always thought Siri was a chick. Hi. One moment, please. Uh, that was a horrible Siri impression. That sounded that sounded like a dude, didn't it? Anyway, what was I saying? What was I trying to wax poetic on MSG? Oh, so the Knicks are finally good again. It's been so long. You know, and New York's a basketball town. And for too long, they've been burdened by this uh, horrible franchise owned by James Dolan. And I think that's was the source of the of the of the problems you you might here's here's uh, how big of a douchebag James Dolan is okay so you know he owns the, the Knicks and uh, I believe a media company um uh, uh through uh he he inherited this you know it's not like he worked his way up and and got, he just inherited all this shit right and every so often he he owns Madison Square Garden apparently and every so often, uh, they, they mark a calendar date, and um, he and his blues band play, I mean, we're talking about like a 65-year-old white, fat white guy, uh, uh, inherited billions of dollars. He's going to play his shitty uh, minor blues pentatonic uh, guitar solos over a blues backing band, call himself a blues man. Now, <clears throat> maybe I'm just sensitive to this shit. Because I dabble in the blues guitar, and if you do so, you know, partly you're gonna be self-conscious about can I even do I should I play? Is this cultural appropriation? Um, and it's not if it's real, but it can seem like that if you're some fucking. But what is country music? You know, country music's basically whitey version blues. So uh, have at her. But with this James Dolan fella, it just seemed a little bit uh, like a, a cartoonish version of the rich. Uh, the rich white guy, hobbyist guitarist. But anyway, so the Knicks, that's just a, a random example of this guy's ineptitude, legendary ineptitude, owning the Knicks, Rangers, the, the, the Square Garden, the center itself, and a, a media company. Uh, <clears throat> horrible hires, horrible incompetence. And the point is, uh, Knicks fans had, have suffered under this because there's no better basketball fan than the New York basketball fan, right? People love basketball in New York. It's just, uh, I don't know what it is. There's certain towns that are, are hockey towns, some are uh, football towns, some are, are basketball towns. New York is a basketball town. Um, and they have two NBA teams, the Brooklyn Nets and the, the New York Knicks, and until this year, they were relatively mediocre, if not downright horrible. And so, this year, 
New York's got not one, but two teams in the playoffs. The Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. So hooray, New York basketball. But here's what I didn't like. You know, uh, a fan, a New York Knicks fan, spat on Trey Young. Spat on him. Now, I talked shit about Trey Young last week, but there's a certain line. You can't spit. What the fuck is this spitting on a, a stranger, right? He's a stranger. You don't know him. What, because he plays on the opposing team? But at the end of the day, you need to have opponents, right? You couldn't have a game where it was just the Knicks playing nobody. You need opponents. That's the whole point. What, because he did well, you're going to spit on him? Now, I love a good villain, right? New York Knicks love a good villain. Reggie Miller can tell you all about that. And Trey Young is tailor-made to be a New York villain. Uh, with his uh, Wario hair, and uh, he just looks like a villain. He he kind of looks like uh, Luigi, uh, War, War Luigi. What's the, what's the villainous? Uh, he's like Luigi, but he's the evil Luigi. He's like Bizarro Luigi. Whatever. He looks like that dude. I, I don't think I'm the first to point that out. Um, but at one point, the New York Knicks fans. I think there was like eighteen thousand of them. That's almost capacity. It's getting close. They were chanting, fuck you, Trey Young, okay? Which, not that original, but cool. Uh, And they started chanting, Trey Young is balding, which I approve of. I approve of shit-talking chants. I approve of uh, digging deep. As long as it's not, uh, don't go after family, right? Just keep it on the guy. Any kind of physical uh, thing is fair game. Right? But when you spit on a guy, that's so... It's embarrassing, as um, I think most Knicks fans would find that embarrassing. Because, come on, this is... You know, we're not the Memphis Grizzlies. You would expect that there. You know, some Oklahoma City Thunder douchebags hawking a loogie on, like, a Tabasco... Tabasco? uh, Like a tobacco... uh, uh, spit, chew, wad on, on. You, you'd expect that, but come on, New York, it's the Mecca, right? It's the best arena for basketball in the world, okay? And the fans need to, to live up to that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I don't need to get preachy here, but um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say spitting on people. No good, uh, but good job, Trey Young. Uh, proving the haters wrong, and I love... I'm going to love rooting against you. What, about, what, about, what can I say? It's, it'll be fun. Uh, assuming you, you stay in the NBA for the next five years, okay? Assuming uh, general managers don't awaken to the fact uh, that you're, you're, a, you're a minus defender to a degree that makes you a uh, overall negative uh, on the court. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you, you killed us in the first game one. Knicks came back game two, and game three is going to start here in... Uh, what time is it? It's going to start 7 Eastern time. Oh, it already started. So, fuck me. Um, the game's already on. Trey Young's probably kicking the Knicks' ass as I speak. Uh, going on to another series, we have the 
Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going to call them my Philadelphia 76ers. You may have noticed I have a lot of teams. I moved around a lot, you know. Anytime you're in a city for three years or more, you're going to adopt that team. And for once, all of my teams, most of them, everybody except the Minnesota Timberwolves, who will, will never be good, um, apparently. I don't know why. They're just, they're just, they have a culture of losing that cannot be overcome. Um, and I don't, it's not blaming anybody. I don't know if it's Glenn Taylor. Over there, the Minnesota Timberwolves are owned by Glenn Taylor, who also owns the Star Tribune. I think he's trying to sell the team. Um, so I wouldn't bet on, no disrespect to Glenn Taylor, um, but I, I wouldn't uh, have high hopes for the Timberwolves until after that sale is made, assuming it's a uh, competent owner. Glenn Taylor, though, fucked over Kevin Garnett, apparently. Apparently, Kevin Garnett was promised uh, some kind of ownership deal or, you know, a handshake agreement that Glenn Taylor allegedly rescinded on. And I, is Glenn Taylor British or is that the, uh, they, maybe, whatever. We're getting sidetracked here. Point is, I have a lot of teams, uh, so I'm a, I'm a bandwagon Fairweather fan. Um, I, I don't ride or die for any one team in particular. Uh, I just love the game. So I got my Nets and my Knicks doing well. They're in the playoffs. I got my Sixers, who's number one in my heart right now. And then over in the West, Denver Nuggets doing well. But my point is this. Knicks... Got embarrassed with that fan behavior. And then the 76ers, Russell Westbrook, who we talked about last week. Russell Westbrook sprained an ankle. I think it was a sprained ankle. Rolled an ankle. Uh, was hobbling off the court, into the tunnel, back to the locker room, uh, being aided by a couple trainers. And some jackass in the stands dropped some, threw some popcorn on him. Which, you know, I'd rather get popcorn sprinkled on me than uh, spit but he was injured. That's what that's what makes it a douche move. The guy was literally hobbling off the court, okay? And you know, what what do you what's your beef with him? He plays for another team. Doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, you cheer for your team, you cheer against the other team, but why would you take it personal to the point that you're spitting or dropping popcorn on a motherfucker? It's disrespectful of uh, and it makes you look bad. It makes the fucking fan base look bad. And, you know, the rest of the country is looking for anything for Philly to do to be like, ah, I, I told you, peddle their anti-Philadelphia stereotypes. Um, and yeah, that's been NBA playoffs. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, what else? So, Lab League, Lab League. Now, it seemed pretty clear... From the get-go, call me crazy. You know, call me crazy. Go ahead. Call me crazy again, if you wish. But it seemed pretty uh, apparent from the get-go that there was at least a possibility, you know, with the coronavirus origin. Um, so remember the original story was that it basically came out of nowhere in a wet market, you know, in Wuhan, China. A wet market's basically just a, an outdoor grocery store basically what it is and you know it was that was the official story and everybody was so in locked into whatever the officials said was gospel but it seemed you know like a, there was also a lab in Wuhan right U.S. funded lab in Wuhan that studied coronaviruses 
and studied them in bats. So, I mean, it, it could, it's possible that it came out of a bat naturally, totally unrelated to the lab in a wet market that happened to be in the same city where that research was occurring. But that would have been a crazy coincidence. So it seemed, it was obvious from the get-go that it was at least a good chance that this is something to do with the lab. But that theory was roundly discredited and vilified, marginalized uh, in mainstream discourse. It was associated with uh, then very unpopular Donald Trump, then unpopular. You know, always, the perennially unpopular amongst certain demographics, Donald Trump. And so everybody's like, this is a crazy, how could it possibly come from a lab? And um, you know, at the time, I thought the complete opposite. I thought, clearly it came, it's coming from a lab. That's, but it was so taboo to mention that. Uh, so anyway, flash forward to now, and suddenly the so-called lab leak hypothesis is a, it's a theory, and um, it's... It's, ga it's gaining traction, put it that way, even among mainstream publications and, and people who, who until recently thought that was a wacky conspiracy theory, you know, that's suddenly becoming accepted. Now, what I worry about or what I foresee is they're going to use this as this gains traction, they're going to use this to scapegoat Beijing, basically, to, to blame it on China, because the lab is in China, and it probably employs a few Chinese scientists or whatever. But at the end of the day, that Wuhan lab is U.S.-funded and U.S.-directed, and that was even reported by Newsweek. Um, April of last year, April 28th, 2020, this is a Newsweek headline. <clears throat> Dr. Fauci backed controversial Wuhan lab with U.S. dollars for risky coronavirus research. So listen to this. Uh, in 2019, with the backing of the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is headed by Dr. Fauci, uh, the National Institutes of Health committed $3.7 million over six years for research that included some gain-of-function work. The program followed another 3.7 million five-year project for collecting and studying bat coronaviruses, which ended in 2019, bringing the total to $7.4 million. So this study on bat coronaviruses, according to Newsweek, was ended right before a coronavirus bat, a bat-bred coronavirus uh, was unleashed onto the world from the same city you know that's what's that could be a coincidence but that would be the craziest coincidence that i've ever heard of if that if that were true um so the timing of it uh uh the, the fact that dr fauci funding funded this directly himself the fact that he's not beholden to any election that's what i don't get this dr fauci uh has been in the same position since reagan uh, he is an embedded bureaucrat who is, uh, doesn't, is he like that good at the job? You know, he hasn't had any uh, research work that he's been involved with in over 40 years. Don't you want some fresh blood in there? Hasn't there, 
Haven't there been multiple uh, discoveries and, and innovations in the last 40 years that maybe a 20, uh, maybe a 35, 45-year-old? But why is this guy not, he's just embedded in there? It's very interesting. And so finally, this is becoming outside of the, of the tinfoil hat realm where people would just disregard it as as nonsense. I mean, it's everywhere. I've already got a news week for fuck's sake. And so now, I think some, they got to politicize it. So some Republicans are calling for Fauci to be fired, and clearly he should be fired. Um, he's been caught lying multiple times. Um, he'll, he'll justify his lying by saying it was for the greater good, but fuck you, you know. That's not a good enough uh, excuse. I don't understand why he has any credibility. So everybody's, uh, all these idols are come, coming crumbling down recently. Uh, remember, how, you know, it's, it's amazing to think the, how much credibility Dr. Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates enjoyed uh, not three, four months ago. Three, four months ago, uh, you were considered a, a lunatic to dare question um, Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci. Well, what happened to Bill Gates recently? He uh, got served some papers, some divorce papers, which whatever, guys get divorced. Not a big deal. Maybe sleeping around, not a big deal. Doesn't make him evil. Uh, but it turns out his wife, one of the main reasons for her divorce was Bill Gates' association with Jeffrey Epstein. And um, <laughs> I don't have to connect the dots for you. If you recall, the, uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a, basically an agent, a blackmail agent. He would compromise... Uh, people in powerful positions, politicians, celebrities, and scientists, and apparently guys like Bill Gates. Uh, let's see the, I'm going to see, I'm typing in Bill Gates, Jeff Epstein. Because it's one of those things you say, it sounds like a fucking, what are those, what are those guys called? QAnon, all right? It sounds like a business insider. Melinda Gates reportedly sought out divorce lawyers in 2019 when news of Bill Gates' ties to Jeffrey Epstein surfaced. Here's how the two men were connected. Remember, this is his wife, you know. It's not some lady reading uh, this, these rumors. You know, she's like questioning him. Bill, is this true? What have you been doing? You know, and she, uh, whatever answer he gave her wasn't good enough. This bitch is divorcing him because Bill Gates is involved with Jeffrey Epstein. What else do you fucking need to know? How is how does Bill Gates have any credibility? Even beyond this, forget about this scandal. What? He's a fucking Silicon Valley pirate, right? I'm no computer nerd. I just go by what other computer nerds tell me. But from my understanding, Bill Gates basically uh, was a thief as far as, um, I don't know if he can steal an idea, but that's what he was accused of. Right? Then he got an antitrust uh, lawsuit served to him in the late 90s from the federal government. He was a villain. He was a certified villain. He's a college dropout. He has no medical background whatsoever. And he became somehow the world's leading authority on vaccinations. Why and how? Well, his dealings with Epstein might explain it, right? You have to be compromised to be, to be put into these positions, Right? Or is that a wacky conspiracy theory? Well, I don't know. Let's keep ignoring evidence until... Uh, so two idols have come crashing down these past couple weeks. Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. 
Where are your gods now? Hmm? Where are your gods now? Who are you now listening to? Huh? The CDC tells you you don't need a mask, but is that good enough for you? You don't trust the CDC now? Where are your gods now? Hmm? Who do you go to when you need to know the truth? Do you go to Dr. Fauci still after he's been caught lying and funding this thing and profiting from Bill Gates? You're going to how Bill Joe Biden? Who are your gods now? You just you, you don't even have anybody to hate. You don't have you don't have a scapegoat, right? We we used to have an orange guy we could use as a receptacle for our evil, right? All the race we'll put all the racism all the oppression into one guy to represent it so we can hate one guy. But he's gone. Where are your gods now? Hmm? It's very interesting. It's very fucking interesting. Because you were so sure. It wasn't like you were... And when I say you, I mean the vast majority of... And I understand that there was a historic dearth of prefrontal cortex activity for one year straight in this country where all critical thinking was suspended. I get that. But even accounting for that, everybody was sure that these men were trustworthy and credible. And anybody who questioned them were insane. So I ask you, one more time, where are your gods now? All right. What else do we want to talk about? We covered NBA playoffs. We've talked about fallen gods. What else? I don't know. I would like to end on a nice note. I don't want to be questioning your gods, right? Like I'm some atheist. You know, I believe in God or gods. I just don't believe they live inside Anthony Fauci's body or Bill Gates. I just, you know. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking, it's on some level funny. It's funny on some level. Because it's not like it's, it's so in our face. You know what I mean? It's like so, it's so like, here you go. Look at this. Yeah. Um, anywho, that's been, <laughs> this has been a weird episode. This has been episode 69 of the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. Uh, take care of yourself until next week. And until then, take care of each other. Why not? What else are you going to do? Huh? Watch the NBA playoffs alone? Uh, no, no. That's just what I might do tonight. Uh, uh, but I got some travels ahead of me. Uh, I'll let you know about that uh, later. But uh, anyway, love ya. <laughs>